0: We are glad that you joined us today. God wants to do so much for you and through you, and we want to hear about it. If you've been impacted by Fuel Church, share your story with us by emailing mystory at thefuelchurch.com. And to learn more about our worship experiences, visit our website at www.thefuelchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's message.
1: All right, let's dive into part four. If you missed our other uh, three messages, you can uh, get caught up on the website, app, Google Play, or iTunes. It's all available. And I do highly encourage you, I believe this is one of the most important series we've done all year. I truly believe that. This is a series that we'll look back on. It's actually a series we'll be pointing people back to through our Next Steps classes because it's got just some fundamental Uh, truths and beliefs that that we hold dear to our heart about God's church. Someone say, we are the church. we've been looking at is the purpose and function and the reason of church. Why church? Why why, why church? And uh, we've learned that church was designed by God. Who was it designed by? God. To be a place where we connect. Someone say connect a place where we belong, someone say belong, Belong. and a place to be a part of. And so I want to move forward today and I want to talk about this. I'm I'm just going to get right to the subject here. I want to talk about the difference of going to church versus being planted in the church. The difference of going to church versus being planted in the church. How many know there's a big difference? huge difference. Most people, if we were to go out into our community, you run into them every week. I run into them. Most people, if we ask them, are you going to church? They say, yes, I go to church. Now, if you follow up with the second question, like who's your pastor? Most of them can't remember right? They have amnesia. Well, it's this pastor. Yeah, he's my pastor. Well, what's his name? So most people say they are a part of a church. Most people say they go to church, but few rarely attend a church. And then you have a, a certain percentage that just come to church out of convenience. Now, I'm pretty sure today I'm not talking to the majority of the people here, right? Uh, but I am talking to somebody. Amen. And so I I want us to really just break this down. What does it mean? And so here's my title today. Are you ready for it? Brace for it. Are you ready? Stop going to church. Stop going to church. That's my title. Let's pray. You are dismissed. I'm just kidding. Stop going to church. Let's say that together. Stop going to church. Here's the reason, because God's highest calling for you as a follower of Christ was never to go to a church, never to go to a building to occupy a seat, but his highest calling for each and every one of us is to be planted in the church, planted in the house of God. So, maybe it's time. I'm here to nudge you one last time. Are you ready for... Your pastor to nudge you? If you're a guest here, I'm not going to nudge you, but you can listen. This has been a nudging series where we just kind of recalculated and you allowed me to nudge you a little bit and push you a little bit. Just, just a small nudge. This ain't like last week. Everybody calm down. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not feeling that good, so we may get a little frisky. I'm not sure where we'll go. Uh, I'm going to nudge you a little bit because maybe it's time you stop going to church and start being planted in The church. Psalms 92, our text is this, verse 12 through 15. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted, what does that say? Verse 13, read it with me. Planted in what? They will what? In the courts of who? What's the the next verse? They will still what? In what? old age. They will stay what? Proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. I love this. The righteous will flourish. Somebody say flourish. flourish. That word flourish means to thrive, to prosper, to be strong, to grow spiritually, to be faith filled, flourish. And then the psalmist goes on to compare those that are planted in the house of God to two trees two trees. He said, this is what it's like when you're planted. You're like a cedar tree and you're like a palm tree. You're like a cedar tree and you're like a palm tree. A cedar tree is one of the most durable trees ever made. It's it's very pleasant to smell and look at. Does anybody ever have a cedar chest? That was passed down from generation to generation and you open that chest and what did you smell 30, 40, 50, 60 years later? Cedar. You smelt that wood. It's a very pleasant tree. Solomon actually in the Old Testament built a temple out of cedar. It's a wood that will last forever. It's very, very, very durable. Then the palm. Someone say the palm. Palm was symbolic of, the, of triumph and victory. Jesus actually rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And the Bible says that they took the, the branches and the leaves of the palm and they laid them out. Why? They were laid out for royalty. They were laid out for kings and queens and priests of those days. And so the palm is very significant, has a very significant meaning of triumph and victory now listen to this both trees are evergreens both trees are evergreens what that means is this they produce all year long and they produce in any climate wind rain snow they produce fruit the palm tree actually if you study it out every piece and part of that palm tree if you dismantle it if you cut it down every part is used for something good Every part of the palm tree, the leaf, the stems, the branches, the fruit that it bears. Who will flourish? Those who are planted. Who will flourish? Those who are planted. Not just those who go to church, but those who are planted. They're like the cedar tree. They're durable. They're like the palm. They can make it through any storm that comes their way. I came to preach today. I came to preach, but you're not letting me know I'm preaching yet. It's okay. Uh, They'll make it through anything. They're evergreen. No matter what time of year it is, those that are planted are durable. They are strong. They are flourishing. They are thriving. They are prospering. Why? Because they are planted in the house of God. They're not just going to church. They're planted in the church. There's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. Unfortunately, many... Wouldn't describe your life as flourishing. Many would describe it as spiritually dry. Maybe you're emotionally withering away. Maybe you're relationally barren. Maybe you're financially stressed. Maybe you're searching for something that matters. Maybe you just go to church, but you're not flourishing. You're not flourishing because you're not planted. Someone say planted. Here's Here's the problem. Here's the problem with just going to church. And I know I'm not talking to the majority here. Here's the, here's the problem with just going to church. Church can become somewhat of a narcotic. A narcotic. You come and you get your hit. You get your high. Your spiritual high. You get your you you, you get your Worship on. Let, let me snort some of that worship and get a high, right? You, let me take a hit of that word. Let me take a drink of some fellowship so I can get a high, but not really have to change. Oh, you didn't come to hear this. That's all right. I came to preach it and you got three opportunities to hear it. It can become somewhat of a narcotic where you come and just get a spiritual hit of Jesus, a spiritual high, but you really don't want to change your life. You just want that feel good moment of church, of being spiritually high, walking out saying God is good. And someone says all the time, God is good. And you're walking out with your Jesus swag. Like I just went to church. I'll check that off of my list. I'm good for the week but really no change is taking place when you just go to church. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. See, your life, my life, is like a seed. I got, I got some seeds in here. They're real small, you can't see them. <laughs> but they're in here. I'll drop some. There's some seeds in here. And uh, our life is like a seed. Um, and, and, And this seed, this seed right here, has tremendous potential to grow, tremendous potential to thrive and multiply and produce fruit. Tremendous potential if it is planted. But if it is not planted in the right environment, I can throw this whole cup of seeds on this concrete on this wood. And because it's not the right environment, it will not produce fruit. It will, it has no potential to grow. It has no potential to grow. It will lie dormant. It will lie unproductive. It will lie unfruitful and dissatisfied. And this is what happens when we just go to church. We're just unproductive, unsatisfied, unfruitful. But when we get planted, very deceiving that a seed goes under the dark soil to be planted. Under. And some of you have been wondering, why does it feel so dark at times for me? Because you're under cover. God has you covered up in this season. And some of you are like, man, this is the first time in my life I ever got planted in the church and really took it serious, the things of God. Why is all hell breaking loose? Oh, 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 you're just planted. You're just planted. You're not dead. No, 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 see, see, the same way I would dig a hole and plant a seed is the same way I would dig a hole and plant a coffin in the ground and cover it up is the same exact way and some of you have been like this is dark this seems lonely but god has you planted in the house of god one day you're gonna pop through that soil you're gonna see the goodness of god you're gonna see the faithfulness of god stay planted stay planted Stay planted. I know it's lonely at times. I know you had to cut off some friends. I know you had to stop hanging out with them and going to those places, and it feels like you're in a dark place. You are in a dark place, but you are in the house of God planted, and my Bible says when you are planted, that and only that is when you will flourish in your life. Stay planted because here's the truth a seed can only grow if it's planted your life is like a seed and a seed can only grow when it's planted a seed can only grow when it's planted a seed can only go, grow when it's planted jesus told the parable in matthew chapter 13 parable of the sower it says he sower went out and he sowed a seed he planted some seeds and the seed went on to four different types of ground. The first seed went on to hard ground, and it never took root. And the Bible says the birds came and they stole the seed. Birds came and stole it. Some of the seed fell on shallow soil, and the Bible says, but the roots never got deep enough. So when the sun came out, was beating on it, it withered up and it dried. Third type of seed that was sown in the parable of the sower says some seeds started. Started out good. Started growing. Started growing started seeing God move in your life. But then the Bible says that other plants around it choked out that seed. Other people around it, other people around you will choke out the fruit that you're supposed to bear in your life. It says, it says it choked it out. But then the fourth type of seed that was sown. It says, this seed was sown on good soil, good ground. And Jesus said this, this seed will multiply 30, 60, and a hundred times because it was planted in the right soil, in the right environment. Where you get planted is very important. What church you link up to is highly important to your spiritual growth, to your marriage, to your kids, to your finances, to your life. Hmm? Who is it that flourishes? Those that are planted in the house of the Lord. Because the seed only grows when it's planted. See, going to church and being planted, they're two different things. I need you to hear this today. They're two different things. When when you just go to church, here's kind of your your language. Here's kind of your language from week to week. Well, if we're not busy, we'll attend one of the three experiences. If we're not tired, then we'll show up. If we're not out late the night before, then we'll hit one of them. Oh, am I talking to anybody? Are you going to leave me by myself up here on the last installment of We Are The Church? If we don't have any games, then we'll think about going to church. But when you're planted, you never say, are we going to church? It's automatic. It's who we are. It's what we do because church is not a destination to which you attend or is it a social club you're a part of, but we are the church. It's who we are. I can tell you this beyond a shadow of a doubt, there was never a time in our house growing up that we ever asked, are we going to church? It didn't matter if you was throwing up. Come on now. It didn't matter if you had a headache. God, dad would say, let's pray for healing right now. God heal him right now. With dad, I, I still got the headache. Well, walk it out by face, son. You're going to be all right. <laughs> like, No, dad, my head's pounding. I don't want to go to church. Uh, it, it, because church was who we were. It, 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 was, it was not just uh, an, uh, an extra activity. It, it wasn't just a part of lives. It was our life. It was our life. We're going to God's house. This is what Christ followers do. This is what believers of faith do. They go to church. Not only that, they're planted in the church. So it's not out of convenience. It's not out of if we feel like it or not. No, this is what we do because we're planted. We're growing. We're thriving. We're producing. We're flourishing like like the cedar tree and the palm tree. And we know that a storm is coming. And as long as we stay planted, we're going to be all right, honey. We're going to be all right. Church is not a place to go to, not a destination, not a building. Church is a people. We are the church. Your life is a seed. And in order to grow, you must be planted. What happens when you are planted? Two things real quick, and I'll get out of your way. Two things. Number one, your roots grow deep. Your roots grow deep. Jeremiah seventeen eight. Look at this. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Do you have some heat in your life? You got some drought going on in your life? Stay planted. Stay planted. Uh, I love this analogy that your roots grow deep, they grow deep when you're planted. The largest living thing on earth is the redwood tree have you ever heard of it have you ever seen pictures of it the redwood tree is the largest living thing on earth as tall as a 30 story building and three stories in width their roots can grow lateral they spread out reaching from 100 to 150 feet from its trunk The redwood tree. The roots become intertwined with other redwoods around it. They literally hold each other up by their root system. Each tree needs each other to survive and to thrive. It kind of sounds like what the church is called to be for your life, for your family, for your marriage. It kind of sounds like what we've been talking about groups are, that we need each other and that we are better together. We We are better when we are connected, that we need the body of Christ. Because this is what I do know. This is what I do know about your life, about my life, that this week we will face opposition. We will face a trial. We will get thrown in the midst of a storm that we did not see coming. We will get a text message. We will get a phone call. We will get an email. We will get a dirty look at work. Come on, somebody. Didn't mean to talk about your boss. You will have a struggle. You will face doubts. You will be vulnerable. And some of you, the sad thing is, you will face it all alone because you're not connected. You're not like that Redwood who says, in order for me to grow tall, I got to grow wide. Are you seeing this today? I may preach this two other times and shout myself down. In order to grow tall. You see, some of you have never had any growth because you don't grow wide. It's what happens underneath the soil is what matters See, 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 God, God, man looks on the inside or the outside. God looks on the heart of the man, the unseen part of the man. And some of you have never let down roots like that redwood. Well, if you have, your roots are very shallow. So therefore, when storms come, you get uprooted. Come on now. When a hangnail comes in your life and you're flipping out that you can't drink Starbucks every day, you get uprooted and say, the devil's attacking me. No, the devil ain't attacking you. I know ladies in this church who are being abused right now by a spouse. That's attack. I know people whose babies are in hospitals right now. That's an attack. I know people who have lost loved ones. I know people who are going through financial turmoil that's an attack we're not talking about your latte budget we're not talking about your Chili's budget I'm talking when you go through a storm you better have some roots that go down deep so you can outlast the storm because it's coming it's coming so we need each other we need the church and I don't think the devil minds that you just go to church where he gets nervous is when you get planted in the church Oh yeah, he gets nervous when you say I'm done being isolated. I'm done trying to do life on my own. I'm done trying to overcome this hurt, hang up, and habit by myself that I've dealt with for 30, 40, 50 years. And I'm no better but only worse. But I'm done living that life. I need others in my life to grow. I need others to encourage me and to support me. I need the family of God. My roots have got to go down deep. So when you're planted, your roots go down deep. Number two. Some of you are liking this, some of you ain't. (laughs) I love you though. Number two, your roots produce fruit. So not only, not only when you're planted do your roots grow deep, but they also produce fruit. Look at this, same verse. With roots that reach deep into the water, such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Look at this part right here their leaves what and they what really they never is that what it says when you're planted and you're bothered anybody bothered you this week don't point to him sir (laughs) that's rude anybody bother you this week did the devil bring some heat in your life like he did my life oh no you're good I'm in the wrong church then. Huh? Have you went through a spiritual drought? <clears throat> Some of you are like, yeah, been there. And that's the problem because you're just going to church. You're not planted in the church. You're spiritually dry. We can see other people who just got saved two months ago, six months ago, on fire for God. A year ago. And then there's people been in the church 10, 20, 15 years and they sit there like a plum. I mean, the band's up here bringing down the presence of God and they're just sitting there like, I wish these people would just get a little time in with God so they wouldn't have to act so radical. Oh, honey, you're spiritually dry. You done lost the fire. You done lost the passion for God's house. Oh, you're passionate for your house. You're passionate for your marriage. You're passionate to make that money green, but you ain't passionate for God's house. I told myself I wouldn't yell. What you need is to get buried. What you need is the washing of the water of the Word to come over your life, honey. Sir, you need to get planted. You need to hear the word. The reason you're spiritually dry, the reason why others are having revival two feet from you is because you haven't been in the word. Hmm. Let's get back to my notes. This is getting radical, Betty. He's preaching with a hat on. I don't agree with that. Their leaves stay green. Their leaves stay green and they keep producing. Oh my gosh, I wish I could tell the stories of people in here right now going through hell, but they're still producing. They're going through hell in their marriage. I mean, hell. H-E double hockey stick. Hell. still pre- Evergreen, baby. Evergreen when you're planted in the house of God. I'm still flourishing. No matter what the devil brings my way, I'm still going to flourish. No matter what others say, I'm still going to flourish because I'm planted. I'm planted in the house. I'm bearing fruit. I'm bearing fruit, kind of like the fruit that Paul talked about, the fruit of the Spirit that should be hanging from the tree of our lives, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. You see, when you're planted, all these good fruits are hanging from the tree of your life. Even when you're in a difficult season, even when it seems like you are in a drought, even when you're bothered, even when you're shaken, you are still producing fruit still producing fruit. And then you realize, then it hits you. Oh, oh, okay. The, the reason I'm producing fruit is for someone else. Then you get your eyes off of your mess and your storm and your hangnail. And then you start saying, oh, the reason I'm bearing fruit in this season of heat, the reason I'm bearing this fruit in this season of drought, is so that I could take the fruit of love to my coworker who is aggravating me, who is driving me crazy, who I wanna punch out and tell God they hit their head on the machine. Oh, y'all the reason i'm producing peace is to encourage others the reason i have the fruits of the spirit the fruit of faithfulness is to help us. the reason i have the fruit of patience is for that lost loved one who is far 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 from god that family member that friend who is addicted and running in the op the reason i'm producing is for someone else i came to preach to preach when 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 you're producing fruit when you're planted when you're flourishing no one has to ask are you going to be on a team no one has to ask are you going to give no you're already doing it you're already finding needs and meeting them you're already finding the single mom who needs tires on her car and you just took care of it and nobody knows but god you don't have to post it on facebook you don't have to tell everybody actually the bible says don't do that don't 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 do it do it in secret And the reason that you're flourishing because you're planted and so, so, so you're going out meeting needs. Uh, We, 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 we put it up on the site. Hey, we need help. You're there. You're the first one. We, we, we say, Hey, this is what we need to do for God's house. You're the first one to sow a seed. You're planted. You're flourishing. You're planted. You're thriving in your life. Funny thing is I've never seen a tumbleweed bear fruit. I've only, only seen a tumble, tumbleweed just blow to the next place. Just blow. Well, I don't like what he's preaching, so I'm just going to go on to the next place. They just blow around
0: because
1: they're going to church, not planted in church. Let me just blow over here. This is the latest and greatest. Let me go over here, but not producing any fruit. Hmm? Some of you are flourishing right now in the middle of heat, in the middle of pressure, in the middle of doubt. And it's one reason, because you're planted in God's house. I'm gonna close this thing. So how do I get planted? I'm so glad you asked. I've been waiting 25 minutes to tell you. Well, we have a way for you to get planted, way for you to get to know the mission, the vision, vision, and the values of Fuel Church. It's called next steps. Not only that, we're going to help you to discover your God-given purpose so you can get on a team and you can make a difference. We're going to help you. We're going to tell you who Fuel Church is. We don't have membership here. We don't have membership. This isn't you pay your dues and then you're a part of, you don't have to go through 2,500 classes and wait a year and a half. Like we don't have that. We have next steps. We're gonna tell you who we are. We're gonna tell you where you start on your journey following Christ. Some, some very simple, basic things you need to be doing as a Christ follower. We're gonna help you to discover why you're here on earth. Number one Google question is why on earth am I here? What is my purpose? We're gonna help you with that so you can join a team and start making a difference. That, that, that's, that's how we, that's how we get people planted. When they, when they go through next steps and they resonate with our vision and they say, this is where I'm supposed to be. I make a commitment. I'm planted in this house. This this is where God has called me. And let me just say this. If not here, find you a church you can get planted in. If not here, we'd love to have you here. But if not here, maybe we're not your style. Maybe I'm a little crazy. I get it. I get it. Maybe, maybe the music's not your style. I get it. Honestly, honestly, there's a lot of great churches. I'm friends with a lot of pastors in this city. There's a lot of great people here. Go, go, go to one of them. Go to Oak Brook, Go to Crossroads. Go to Abundant Life. Go to Morningstar. Go to New Life. Go to Fresh Start. Those are guys that I know personally, that I have lunch with, that I, uh, I talk with. Go to their church. Check it out. Get planted somewhere. Get planted somewhere. Give your life. the house of God serve at that house give at that house and pray for your pastor and I know this God will honor you for it God will honor you for it either the Bible's true or it's not either the Bible's true or it's not you either flourish when you're planted or you don't I just believe we're going to flourish like the cedar tree like the palm tree when we're planted why because God designed the local church for your spiritual development and nothing can substitute it no, nothing. Not your Christian TV preacher, not your podcast. Well, I'll just catch the podcast. No, you're just going to church. You're not planted. You catch it after you listen to it here nine more times to get 100% of it. Huh? No, 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 no. Well, well I just, I, I don't believe, I, I, I don't believe you have to go to church to be a Christian. Well, my Bible says that different. My Bible says those that are planted in the house of God. My Bible says don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Can you be a Christian and not go to church? I'm sure you can, but man, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to struggle? Why would you not want to thrive? Why would you not want to be around like-minded believers? Amen? So if not here, find you a church somewhere. Get planted. Get your family in there. Your marriage will be better. I'm telling you, your marriage will be better. Your kids will start acting a little better. I know, I know. On the way here, they were throwing Pop-Tarts at you while you were driving. I know, I know you wanted to tell God, God, remove them from my life. It's the thorn in my flesh. You're gonna need it. You're you're gonna need others around you. You're, You're gonna need others pouring into you. I don't know when you're going to get the call. I don't know. I don't know when they're going to say, hey, they've only got a few hours, a few days left. I don't know when that's happening for you. But I do know that if you're planted in this house, you're going to have a group of people around you to help you through whatever you face. Because we are the church. We are the church. Bow your heads
0: with me. Close your eyes. Hey, thanks for listening today. And maybe you're out there and maybe you feel far from God today. Maybe life is throwing you a curveball. You've taken some wrong turns. You've messed up. I'm here to tell you about God's love for your life. You know, it's real and it's for you. And and no matter what you've done, no matter where you've gone, God is there. His love is unconditional. And, And the Bible says that if you just confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, you're saved. And I'm going to lead you through a prayer. And I just believe that if you say this prayer, mean it with your heart. The Bible says you're saved. And I want to encourage you to tell somebody about this decision. But just wherever you're at, just say, God, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Change me in Jesus name it's simple as that and I encourage you find a good local church if if you can get to Fuel Church get here God is moving God is doing some great things in the lives and families of the people that come here but find a good church where you can grow in God until next time God bless you have a great week